this top 10 fantasy football tight ends edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by our SGPN college football tournament. We're simulating a real college football playoff that you can bet on. Games are live every Saturday and Sunday night in June. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT for all the details. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFT. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD. Now shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K U S H Y dreams.com promo code S G P. Hey everybody. Jim McMahon here. And you're listening to S G P N let it ride. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks, Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Shout out to you, Sean. Shout out to the Kramer gang. I'm sure there's some fathers in there. Happy father's day. Happy father's day. Indeed. And happy father's day to you for being the SIM God. There you go. I, uh, I, I keep track of all my SIM children. <laughs> I'm up uh, currently seven units, but who knows when, when you listen to this podcast, it could be 11 units. We're taping this before the last game of the uh, CFT elite eight right now. I'm up seven units on you, but who knows? We've been doing two units per game, two games tonight. And we, then we have juiced it up. We've doubled it down. And then of course, final four and the championship game Saturday and Sunday. When you're listening to this uh, final four will be on Saturday and then a third place game looking like army Navy early and then closing things out with a real college football playoff championship. I like the RV army Navy angle. Well, it, it really, it, a it's going to create a fun game. I think, cause I think the triple option is going to be perfect in the way the game flows, but also it just shows how much we here at the sports gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast network. Love America. We do and the lead up to July 4th here on the sports gambling podcast network will be all about this. Some army Navy, our army Navy in the summer. Where do we play the game? It's a good question. I, I say Rose bowl. That's where the championship game is going to be played. And, and I think we're doing the final four neutral field as well. So maybe yeah, we'll we do find, it. We'll find some neutral fields, maybe Rose bowl weekend. But again, you got some suggestions. Tweet us at gambling podcast football right around the corner. It, it's fun doing these. Uh, and I thought we were ahead of the game, but I actually looked it up last year. Almost. <laughs> I mean, this is going to post on the 22nd, basically exactly one year ago today. I was in this very same seat. We didn't have the monitor, but similar setup breaking down the top 10 fantasy football tight end. So it's, it's, it's crazy how that kind of worked out. We didn't plan it at all. I was, I nailed the fact that two Eagles tight ends would be in the top 10 Goddard uh, number 10 Ertz number five. 
I of course did miss out with my hot take of the year that George Kittle is not going to be a top 10 fantasy football tight end. So I was wrong about that Kramer, but again, I like doing these top 10 lists and I like to throw in, I like to pencil in a couple surprises. Of you, course you, you can, do. You can do this like a machine and, and just look at the numbers, do your little algorithm, plug it in, beep, boop, 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 act like a machine. But again, that's not why people like Sean second, the money green. I bring an element of gut handicapping. In spite of the fact that I've been dealing with some acid reflux, my gut is what I use to base the game. I watch all these games and the benefit is I have opinions on all these players, gut handicapper. So you're going to see a lot of the, the common it's a mix. A lot of the guys you would expect to see on a top 10 tight end list and a couple surprises, couple movers, a couple guys lower or higher than you, than you would normally think. So strap in. It's going to be a fun podcast. Uh, Sean, you pointed out that we are, while we thought it was early and we, I'm sure if you go back to last year's version of the top 10 tight ends, you'll hear us say the same thing. Feels early to be talking about football before July 4th. Sean, you know, they've spent many, many hours studying the great white shark and they still don't really know why it continues to go (laughs) back to Mexico. Well, much like the shark, we're just instincts, con- baby. We sense it. We're we're finally tuned uh, predators <laughs> that just search out football content, football gambling opportunities. Yeah, I said to you the other day, I was like, man, that that top ten tight end or top ten quarterbacks episode was fire, most fire we've put down in a while. We've interviewed some great guests, and that's great because guests. we were we were spitballing about football. We're just talking football. My football juices are flowing. And you know they got a reservoir uh, to quench your football thirst over at mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP to play winning, get paid. Of course, exclusive home to our Madden simulations, exclusive home to our NCAA football 14 simulations, aka the college football tournament. You can only bet on those over at mybookie.ag. Use some promo code SGP. And of course, the uh, casino had a little uh, cold streak on the blackjack table. <laughs> ha- had to reload, but it's very. It, I, I swear to God, use Bitcoin whenever you're dealing with mybookie.ag. You you hit refresh a couple times. It's in the account and lightning fast payouts with that Bitcoin. Couldn't recommend it more. If you don't know how to use Bitcoin, uh, we have an article up on Sports Gambling Podcast: How to deposit, how to withdraw using Bitcoin. And of course, mybookie.ag, where you can play, win, and get paid. Let's talk some fantasy football tight ends, Kramer. Let's go. Of course, I'm a uh, former tight end, so I bring a lot to the table. I'll let you start. Who's your number tight? Who's your number ten fantasy football tight end for the year 2020, Kramer? Well, and uh, you know, I almost put your boy, Penn State, Mike Gesicki. He's going to be running around there. Hopefully, it's to a. I wanted to, to to find a way to get him in. I couldn't get him in. He's certainly a guy I like right near the Ooh, edge there. I like him a lot, and we'll get to that later on in the list. As is as are guys like Hayden Hurst and Austin Hooper. But my number 10 guy is a guy who in line with how I like the quarterback and I like the weapons on the outside with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Noah Fant Maybe the tiebreaker was I wanted to talk about him more than the other guys. And Noah Fant was a guy who flashed as a rookie, not something you see all the time. This dude's a baller. And with the wide receiver talent, Cortland Sutton, by the end of this year, you're going to be talking about in redraft years for 2021, taking him in the first or second round. 
He's going to have Jerry Judy next to him. This is going to be a high powered offense. And the tight end is always the forgotten weapon. I really like, especially well, in the running game too. Young play action. I love Noah Fant. I wanted to get him in my top 10. I, I think he, I think he probably, I think, I think it's a pretty good cutoff. Maybe two or three tiers in uh, include about 10 guys for me. So my first guy is going to be Noah Fant. I, I like the upside here. I I'm going to, I'm going to end up with a lot of him in best ball. I can feel that Fant did uh, make my top 10 listed as well. I have him a, a hair higher. We'll get to that in just a second. My number 10. And this again is a guy I like to talk about. Give me Rob Gronkowski. I don't think he's going to have a huge year and certainly the injury concerns are a great reason and the targets here. Great reason not to love Gronk, but 2018, you would think that was a horrible year for Gronk. He yeah. only started 11 games. And yet even in those 11 games, 682 touchdowns. yards, three touchdowns. I, I think a 50 yard or sorry, 50 catch five touchdown season is very real for Rob Gronkowski. And the reason I think he cracks the top 10 is because of the touchdowns. He has chemistry with Tom Brady. Everyone keeps talking about how COVID-19 is going to impact the offseason, the limited training camp. He's hanging out with Tom Brady now in Florida. They're getting their <laughs> is reps in. Is that a in. good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> uh, also, if you're if you're a handicapping guy who may get COVID-19, Gronk uh, unfortunately high up the list, but I love Gronk's immune system. The only thing this guy's going to be catching this year is is touchdowns from old TB, TB Tom Brady and you'll see a little trend here. That when I'm when I'm handicapping fantasy football tight ends, which I love to do, who do I look for? I look at old veterans who are maybe losing some arm strength and need the easy completion. They need that security blanket of a tight end and young first and second year quarterbacks who again maybe they're having trouble getting the ball deep outside. They need the safe routes yeah. or guys who are going to be involved in the bootleg uh, possible mobile quarterbacks. They like to find the tight end as well. So those are kind of the quarterbacks I like to match to the fantasy football tight ends. And that's why I got Rob Gronkowski number 10. And uh, I, yeah, yeah, there you go. Kramer, who's your number well, nine. Uh, and I'll just, it's great transition. Cause I my Gronk's my number nine guy. And the reason he's only nine for me, again, I put 300 K on this guy in our season long props episode. Go look that up. We put a million dollars out there on the line. Oh my my, my mega whale play was Gronk to go over five and a half touchdowns. And I think if you like him to go and score touchdowns this year, uh, you know, to be at number 10, number nine, tight end, I'm not, I'm not needing a ton here. And with the talent all over the field, we know what's going to happen. Gronk might not be the weapon he was, but he's going to be the weapon he was around the red zone. And 10 touchdowns, completely a legitimate thing. If he can stay healthy, you throw, you sprinkle in what 50 yards a game, completely realistic. Yeah. So uh, hard to not, I think the, the counter argument to Gronk is that injury you're, you're, target share. Well, and you're going to have to probably take him too early. I think us putting Gronk here at number 10 probably leads him to not being drafted by us because people are going to grab him. He's a name. Yeah. People are, are, he's a name brand. People are aware of the relationship with Tom Brady. And at the end of the day, and he's fun to have on your team. Let's be honest. He's fun to have on your team. So I, I think for us to have him at nine and 10 respectively, we're telling people that we we're not going to buy in on this hype. While I, I do believe he's going, he's good for those touchdowns. Probably overvalued. We're not drafting him. Kramer, uh, we, we mind meld right now. I I had Noah Fant as well on my list. Oh, okay. I had him at number nine, 
And you brought up a great a number of great points why we should have him in there. I think he yeah. has real uh, real chemistry uh, with the quarterback Drew Locke. And if you look at uh, here we go, if you look at candidates that can make that jump from year one to year two, we've seen it in the quarterback position certainly, but it also happens in the tight end spot. Mark Andrews was a great case last year. He really came out of nowhere, had a decent rookie year, thirty four catches, three touchdowns. Noah Fant had a better rookie year. 40 catches and three touchdowns. So I think yeah. he could really make some noise. Great chemistry with the quarterback. Uh, and he only started 11 games and seemingly he, he got some good production with drew lock there at the end when lock was making his run a four and one as a starter. So I, again, it's a good system. I, I think they're going to give drew lock some easy throws. And the only, I think the argument against him is they brought in a bunch of yeah. weapons. So, and you have Cortland Sutton, uh, one last note is they do have Melvin Gordon. So maybe that takes away a little bit from his touchdown share near the goal line, something to consider, but number nine feels right for me. Who's your number eight fantasy football tight end. Well, and this is maybe where we get into hot take territory. Give it to me because I I'm extremely curious as to why this guy is so far down the board. I feel like we saw a lot of potential, and the only reason we didn't see more was because the quarterback situation was a disaster. Disaster, and that's T.J. Hawkinson. Really, my also my number oh, eight. Man. Okay, so again, I I think my list is going to be a little non-conventional too because the tight ends you always drop in and out, and I think this is maybe the the start of my like whoa really tier, and it, you're not going to hear me like. Number one guy that I think people are fucking crazy for putting in the top ten, Tyler Higby. Yeah, I, I saw. I think it w- either the Fantasy Pros or Roto World. I saw him in like tier two. What, well, what? 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 All right, I get it. They were in this. They were hanging out together in Hard Knocks. Maybe they're BFFs. <laughs> but Sean McVay has for, forever been trying to get a second tight end involved there. So, yeah, and and he doesn't. And uh, the system doesn't really rely uh, on the tight end. They're more likely to go through the slot receiver if they're. If they're doing stuff over the middle, so my case for Hawk uh, again, he's that perfect case of the rookie making the jump second year. He had 32 catches last season, but that was with no Stafford, and his season kind of got cut short there at the end. Didn't play a full season, still had 11 and a half yards per catch. That's a good number for a tight end. He plays in a dome. Stafford's back, ideally healthy, and Matt Patricia is an old school guy. He's coming from the Bill Belichick system, which loves tight ends. I mean. Look at look at what Belichick did for the tight end position. Yeah. Bill Belichick loves tight ends. Matt Patricia loves Bill Belichick. <laughs> there go. TJ Hawkinson is loved by Matt Patricia. And I think Stafford's gonna love throwing to the kid. And and you saw his big games early were when Stafford was still in. Well, I mean, opening game of the season, granted it was against Arizona. <laughs> but he he was he was electric. And I I, I do think uh what 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 I look for in the tight end position, especially when I'm drafting. So the, in this range, now what I'm basically saying is I'm not taking the top tier guys, but I'm willing to take this guy maybe in the middle rounds, depending on the format, uh, FFPC leagues, especially they get juiced up a bit because the one and a half PPR, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm stepping out on a limb here. The number 17 consensus tight end, according to fantasy pros, he's the, my number eight guy, your number eight guy too, TJ Hawkinson. Who do you got? Number seven Kramer. Well, number seven, uh, let let's go back a little chalky. Head over to my New York Giants. Ah. 
Evan Ingram. Did, he did not make my list. And that to me is the reason he didn't make my list is they seem like they were trying to get rid of him. The trade issues and and injury issues, but athleticism is there. What's your case for Ingram? I I think it's just the share. He's it, the target share could be good. We've highlighted that the passing attack could be inflated due to a bad defense. There are a number of. Uh, I know the schedule is tough. Again, another reason they might be behind a lot and throwing the ball. I think there's a lot of reasons to look at the Giants' schedule this year and be terrified as a fan looking to win games, but be delighted as a fan looking for fantasy perspectives because while they they do appear to be going more towards a, consen- a, a more conservative offense, I do think they're going to use Evan Ingram in better ways. Yeah, and and they're going to get him well, involved. Well, certainly a lot look of garbage at, time look, for the Giants. Look at both Freddie Kitchens and Jason Garrett. Tight ends are heavily involved in those offenses. Yeah, and, and say what you will about the the the, the how good they are, the tight <laughs> end is involved. Fucking shine box. And I think when so, you so so good that we don't have to get rid of that trap. Here, here's Garrett. the thing with Evan Ingram, and I, I am a fan, but the reason that you're okay taking Evan Ingram at the same time you are like T.J. Hawkinson for different reasons, right? Like one, you know, I think he's going to take a big step forward for Evan Ingram. I just think the volume could be so massive that we're looking back on this and how many of these guys have the capability of walking away with, with, you know, 10 catches for 140 yards. I think we're going to look back and say, Evan Ingram's only one of the four or five not to split hairs too much, but Ingram is a guy I would be more likely to have in a best ball league because that high, that super high ceiling is there. And maybe the consistency staying on the field week in week out productive starter is not there. My number seven, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagle, star of uh, All In, one of the stars, Dallas Goddard. I thought you were waiting. What do you mean? I thought you were gonna wait. Wait to watch what? it. Oh no! I well, I you th- said you didn't want to jinx football. Well, I considered football coming back oh, when no. Carson oh, Wentz no. started throwing to Jalen oh, no. Rager. Oh, no. I considered that the opening of camp, so I allowed myself to watch. Goddard coming off a good season, fifty-eight catches. Oh. Uh, five touchdowns, and he was number ten for uh, you know overall in fantasy rankings. Number seven feels about right. They they added speed to the outside. Uh, it seems like twelve personnel is going to be their base personnel package, so he's going to be out there for the majority of the snaps. Now he's going to probably be facing easier coverages. Him and Wentz seem to develop some chemistry. If you saw the news, he was at some bar hanging out in South Dakota, and some dude walked up and just yeah. sucker punched him. That dude's fired up, and you saw his teammates rally around him on social media. This guy is coming in with a chip on his shoulder, and 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 I have a couple guys in this window. The second to third year jump, I think he makes a jump up, and I think Ertz, uh, probably similar numbers to what he did last year, maybe maybe slight decline. I'll reveal where you're I have a, him. You're a maniac, dude. What I mean, they had number ten and number five, so to have him number seven, I think is realistic. But they added time. I mean, they Deshaun Jackson, the Jalen. These guys are going to take away some of the that production that they had to step into last well, year. Well, and, and that's probably good. Uh, that's a good point that maybe bringing in these legit receivers again. I mean, I will get hurt. I understand. But it, it's a red zone thing as well. Five touchdowns, and of course, he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I got to get him in there, Kramer. And, I, and I'm a sucker for tight ends. Can I get John Gruden? Yes. Which one? We got to get our shit going, man. My number six guy, Darren Waller. See, Waller didn't make it. Really? Me. And how does he not make it? 
Yeah, I, I get the case for him. I get the case. He's for him. the perfect player for that system. We knew he was highly touted. He finally got his shit together. He's in a, again great system. He has two quarterbacks that have no idea how to throw the ball down the field past ten yards. Yeah, and maybe maybe a little bit of an oversight because you're right. Like the type of quarterbacks that like throwing to the tight end uh, is is certainly Darren Waller. To me, I I want to go against a guy that has that random out of out of nowhere insane production. He had three years before last year with a combined eighteen receptions. And then last year is 90 receptions, but it feels like to me, it's a bit of an outlier, but I guess the case for it is even if he regresses tremendously and only gets you 60 catches, he's still probably cracking the top the, 10, the but he's, he's just outside my top. The 10. important thing to remember is that if you have a data point that is an outlier, as long as it's explainable and it is right, like the, it's a very logical thing to understand. Well, this guy used to be a drug addict, right? Got his shit together. Found a coach who believed in him. Got in the right system, right time, right Long place. Cox. And he was electric. I mean, that dude's gonna have a career in the National Football Playing League. Playing in the dome. Based on that one season, coach. Every coach in the league saw that he could do it. So number six, and honestly, this is kind of where I strike the end of 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 my like my this tier. So Waller down to fan. You know, I'll I'll draw another line in front of Gronk. Two tiers there, but Wall Waller is definitely a high upside guy. But I think still putting him here, I'm not drafting him because he's going in the top five, I believe. Yeah, I think he's a bit overvalued. I made him number eleven uh, officially, oh. but just just outside. But you you make a great case there. My number six, Mark Andrews. Oh, low and, on him. Well, again, I I just don't think the Baltimore Ravens offense and that system they put out there, everything went right. From everything Lamar did go right. Injury wise. I mean, they did, they did have some bad injury luck when it comes to the, uh, or no, that was the 49ers. Everything just went right for the Ravens. And, and Mark Andrews was that second year breakout guy, 64 catches. What really to me, while I have met six is 10 receiving touchdowns. I just don't think he's going to get that number again. I don't think they're going to score quite as much as they did. And I think you saw that Lamar Jackson offense that the Ravens put together. It was very, it was great. It, it was, you know, it got him an MVP season. I just don't think they have that again. This isn't Andy Reid, Kansas City Chiefs that are just going to keep putting out high octane yeah. numbers year after year after year. I think Mark Andrews is going to be a solid tight end, but I ten receiving touchdowns, he doesn't get near that. So I, I got him number six here. And and if you look at the way he played last year. A lot of that, a lot of his damage was in the first half of the season where he was essentially a lock for eight targets a game. Yeah. And, and, and teams kind of adjusted to him down the line. Uh, I, I just think it's in the same way. I think Lamar is going to regress a little bit. I, I think it's, it makes sense to expect Mark Andrews uh, to regress a little bit there as well. We're getting jacked up about football win totals already out. You could be booking that action. That's right. If you're wanted to become your own bookie. All you got to do is go to aceperhead.com slash S G P. You use that link. You get up to six weeks free aceperhead.com slash S G P again. Ace makes it very easy to get set up. Uh, you can become your own sports book. It, it's pretty easy. You don't know, need to know how to run a website, how to come up with lines. They do all that for you very plug and play great customer service. Couldn't recommend them enough. Just go to aceperhead.com slash S G P aceperhead.com slash S G P.
Second half of the list, Kramer. Who do you got number five? Well, and, and my my next guy is the guy you just talked about, Mark Andrews. And and here's the main reason why. Well, you said I was low on him, and you got him at five. So come well, on. I, I, it's annoying because I think we're all, we're high and low on the same people here, and we're, our hot takes are all the same. But when you look at his consistency, game to game, and perhaps maybe a better target in best ball for this reason, he. He just had some. He had games where he didn't output anything because they're a run first team. Six games, he yeah. only went. He he didn't get into double digits in PPR points. You can't do that if you're drafting a tight end in the first. Like the, in in the FFPC, you're taking Mark Andrews in the first three rounds. Well, yeah, with maybe that, two rounds with that point and a half PPR in FFPC. But again, to me, he feels he's not going to have those same numbers. People are drafting him off his 2019 production, well, and it just doesn't. On the I flip just don't side, see it. on the flip side, I, I do think there there's versions of this where he gets more involved in the offense because that's more of Lamar Jackson's game. Uh, the, that work off the running game, Mark Andrews in the past play game. action. Yeah. I, I just don't, I think all these other guys that I have ahead of him just have much higher ceilings. Perhaps that it like, I think Andrews is a high floor, high ceiling guy who is going to have a lot of variance. And that's maybe why I'm going to steer away from him. So my number five guy, Mark, Mark Andrews, my number five guy kept him off the list mm. last year out of spite. He is uh, <laughs> his, his, his suspension has been lifted. He's back in the top 10 list. You're welcome. You, you, George Kittle. Number five. You can say my bad. You can really be like, you know, I watched that guy. He's actually a real beast. He's exactly I what did. I was trying to be as a player. Well, come on, Ryan. I, I, well, his appreciation. He won me over last year when he discussed how much he loved blocking in the Super Bowl. So uh, Super Bowl interviews leading up to it. So Kittle, I was I was wrong. I was a bit of a hater. I looked in the mirror. I said no more hating. I got him in there. Pretty consistent past two years. Eighty eight and eighty five catches, five touchdowns both times. Granted, he shouldn't have been a All Pro uh, that one year in two thousand eighteen. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm no longer holding that against him. He wasn't involved in the voting process. Zach Ertz should have been the all you know, pro there. That's big of you. It is big of me. And uh, yeah, there's not uh, nothing major is going to change for that 49er system. They still want to give Jimmy G those easy throws. They still don't trust him uh, putting the ball, you know, downfield. I mean, they only eight throws in the NFC championship game. So maybe limited production in the passing game, but 80 catches for five touchdowns, sign him up for that again. Uh, his yardage dropped off by about 300 from 2018 to 2019. Yeah. So a slight drop off, maybe he gets you, yeah, maybe he gets you still that 900 yards, 70 catches, only six touchdowns to balance it out. So number five feels about right for uh, George Kittle. Sean, my number four. Yes. Zach Ertz. Ooh. Okay. I mean, I think it's foolish to go any higher with Ertz. I, I think the emergence of Goddard, the reason you have him in the top ten list, is the reason I can't put Ertz any higher on this list. Ceiling is too low, and I think, you know, I was a guy who greatly benefited from the 2007 season, where he was just an absolute monster and consistent. I believe it was something crazy, like 14 games. He was he was a top 12 tight end, which is insane. Like no down games ever. And since since then, it's not been the same thing, and there's been more duds. And last year, he had a, he had a number of duds last year because Goddard was so goddamn good. But also, so, even with those duds, he was still fifth overall in fantasy so, football tight ends, and that's with missing two games. So I'm still I'm still fairly high on him just because c clearly Carson Wentz, like 
that's his, he likes the tight end. You know, we will, maybe we'll learn something later in life in a biography or something, but for now we just know he really likes throwing to the tight end. And so I, I can't put Ertz any lower than four and I can't put Ertz any higher than four. So he's stuck at number four. Four sounds about right. I don't have him at number four. This guy may not even be on your list, Kramer. But he's another guy no, that I've, I'm I've pissed I've, off. We're gonna have the same guy. I've eyed him. I've thrown him in a DFS a number of times. Hunter Henry. Fuck. It, it, it's too obvious the case for Hunter Henry. Injury risks are are a factor, but putting him number four, it just makes so much sense. You either get a rookie like Herbert, who's gonna want to get the tight end involved. It's a very simple throw, or a guy like Tyrod. What's the knock on Tyrod? He's too conservative. He's going to be checking it down. And Melvin Gordon, like I pointed out with no fan, Melvin Gordon now in Denver. So all those goal line carries to Melvin Gordon, maybe those become uh, red zone touchdowns to Hunter Henry. Last last bit of nugget on Hunter Henry. He's playing on the franchise tag. So this guy, this is the year. If he wants to get into that top three, top four tight end money, he's got to have big year number wise. And putting him at four just makes sense. Hunter Henry. I'm guessing you have him as your third? No. No, I do not. Oh wow! Okay. No, I do not. Oh no. my god! So we do differ a little bit. Yeah, I. You know, he, here's the thing. I, I really, I really worry about Kelsey this year. And to take Kelsey, you got to take him super early. And I, I just, he's been consistent. He's been healthy. And at some point, we saw the way he went out of that playoff game. At some point, he's he's dipping down. And I think this was my own way of saying you're not like be smart. Don't let Sean's hate of George Kittle bleed into your ear because George Kittle is uh, absolutely unstoppable. And uh, and I wanted I, you know, I thought I was going to come in here with a hot take with with Hunter Henry. Mm. Uh, pretty high on my list. Sounds like you beat me to the punch. I'm going Travis Kelsey here at number 3. Wow. And but so again, who do you have This is going to get interesting. Kelsey you have number 3. Kelsey 3. Okay. I mean, I just, to me, I, 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 I kind of played it this way last year. I had an opportunity in both of my FFPC teams to take Kelsey over a running back or a receiver in like the middle of the first round. And I didn't do it because I'm just terrified of taking the tight end and just watching him go down. And it feels like Kelsey is just, w- we're waiting for Kelsey to go down. He plays violent. He plays aggressive. Does take a ton of shots. I, I know that I I don't typically include this in my ratings, but I want I I didn't want him to be my number one guy this year. I I don't think he's gonna fall the number one guy. I think he. It, I actually I would go even this far. Travis Kelsey's the guy who I'd circle and say, you know, maybe not even a top ten guy this year when all said and done. Yeah, if you said not, not per game, but end of the end of the season. If which, you said one guy to maybe have a unexpected drop. It, you could make the case for Travis Kelsey, and maybe it is Edwards Hilaire coming in and getting some balls out of the backfield. Uh, maybe it is Edwards Hilaire, or, or I'm playing the hangover card. Actually, I think there's just Super Bowl be, hangover, and maybe they're just a little rust, attrition yeah. and, and fatigue. And he's had he's been very very consistent over his career. The last four, I, I want to say four years, he's been pretty much healthy, and that that's pretty impressive in the modern day NFL for a tight end to do that. My number three tight end, Zach. Ertz. Oh, look at you trying to seem objective. <laughs> I love when you do this. Well, it's like when your dad goes 14 and two instead of 16 and oh, you got to throw Just a couple <laughs> in there. I, I realize possibly I jinx some people and, and I'm, I'm making some realistic little adjustments there. Ertz should have by all accounts, yeah. another big year. He's just a high volume guy. 
and, and the case against him would be like, well, they brought in some speed, but really that speed I think is going to help him because that's going to get that safety to move over to cover Deshaun Jackson. That deep safety yeah. is going to have to worry about Jalen Rager's speed. So I think that's going to create opportunities for Zach Ertz. And again, you talk about quarterbacks and who they're comfortable with. Yeah. It fits like a glove, right? Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, they already have the chemistry. He loves throwing to him. Even last year, which felt like a down year, he still had 88 catches, six touchdowns. There are games where he's going to have two touchdowns. So how many of those does he get? Does he lose out? I, I think a 90 receiving or a 90 catch season with 900 yards, seven or eight touchdowns, very realistic for Zach Ertz. He he's usually pretty good about staying on the field. He's gotten a little bit better about yards after catch, which is kind of on the only knock you could have of Zach Ertz. And again, I think the outside speed will open things up over the middle for Zach Ertz. They love getting him involved in the offense. They go they go out of their way to to scheme things up for him. So I'd be shocked if he's not there in the top five. Zach Ertz, who's your number two tight end? George Kittle. Wow. Let's go. Uh, I think, you know, for the same reasons I, I worry about Kelsey Kittle, you know, he missed a couple games. He's certainly a guy who's gotten hurt before. And I also I kind of am excited to play the the fade both teams in the Super Bowl. There, there's gonna be a hangover on both sides. Yeah. But Kittle is such a big part of that offense. I know they added weapons, but look, look who already got hurt. I know, he, you know, he'll be back. But they added some weapons. Debo Samuel, you're talking broke his foot. Broke his foot. He'll be back, I assume, in time to play. Yeah, they said it's it's not too serious. But I mean, the way that Garoppolo plays football, Kittle is just a big part of that. They run, and, and the way that Shanahan coaches football, Kittle's going to be a big part of that. So hard to imagine Kittle falling out of even the top like three. Tight ends this season. Yeah, it's a system it would be, thing. It would it's, be a weird it's a volume thing it as would, well. It would be it would be touchdown variants, if anything. So, my number two, Travis Kelsey. I, I don't feel amazing about putting him up here. I, I the more I think about it, the more we're talking. The drop is kind of more likely, but it, it's tough to go against a guy with this much consistent production of just. I mean, he's had over eighty receptions past four years. The touchdowns have been pretty good. Four, eight, ten, five last year. Yeah. Five touchdowns, ninety-seven receptions. So even if he only gets you six touchdowns and eighty-five, like he just gets the targets. I don't think he's gonna have a crazy year like he had in 2018, 103 catches, 10 touchdowns. That feels a little out of the out of the norm, but just going through the year by year, top three fantasy football tight ends, he's always there. Yeah. And and you're making a good case about being ahead of the curve. And maybe not taking him because he's gonna be going so high. I, I like some of our sleepers. I, I think you wait on tight end and take one of these sleepers, unless for whatever reason an Ertz or a Kelsey, uh, a, or even a Kittle drop. But what happens is these people value them almost as much as a receiver and take them really high. So I would wait on the brand name uh, tight ends this year. My number one guy, and you're gonna say you're gonna throw it back in my face, like, well, you've just you've just said you don't want to absorb risk with injury with Kittle and Kelsey. And now you're going to throw Hunter Henry at me as your number one tight end. Wow, Kramer. Oh my god. Call me smitten. I've had him before. He's done well and just look at the per game production when he was out there, right? The the quantity of targets and yes, different quarterback. Completely agree. But, but as you point out, where are the eyes of that quarterback going to be? When Tyrod was the quarterback of Buffalo, 
Who do you think the most productive receiver was? Charles Clay, a yeah. tight end. When when Justin Herbert coming into the league, sure, he, it's nice to have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the outside, but absolutely Hunter Henry, I would go on a limb is one of the more dominant pass catching tight ends in the league when he's at his best. I would put him up against any other tight end. Some of the shit he did in college is j- like memorable. Yeah, it's I, crazy he, athleticism and he did this he only played in 12 games and he's still at 55 catches, five touchdowns. Maybe I was low on it, but he is a, he's going to be a sneaky and, steal. And if you want to, I was watching the tape, Sean, if you want to watch <laughs> just an absolute beast, Grind I, in the I, I think it was green Bay last year. He just had this filthy catch in the third quarter, Sean. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's a massive hot take. I I'm a little surprised. It's a big time hot take, but if this guy stays healthy, oh, hot, sky's hot, the hot, limit. Hot, 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 hundred catches is not is on the table. Like he could also have totally. a massive touchdown year. I, I'm loving. I mean, I, unfortunately, I'm going to be high on this Chargers team. I think this year, uh, but you know, I'm ready to go. I'm I'm ready to stand on a limb and say Hunter's my guy. Uh, wow, a lot of nice tight end. Who's your number one guy? My number one tight end. Can you guess it, Ryan? Well. I, I mean, there's one guy. You're very, you're very astute, and I'm sure you're going to. But give give your guess anyway. I actually haven't been paying attention to who you didn't catch or who you didn't pick. But if I had to guess, you're going to say Sim God Jared Cook. No. Okay, then 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 I don't know. But Jared Cook uh, again was on the list in the mix, uh, and again, I, I think if you like Jackie, hey, you're a maniac. If you like Jared cook, I, I think the aging arm of drew Brees is why you like him. What scared me away was the fact that they brought in Emmanuel Sanders and, and, and what that could do for them. So I, I think Jared cook is, is a top half tight end, but he's getting up there in age and a, a veteran like that with over 10 years experience that have, that has that big year. I'm a little suspect of him, but you're right. Mike Gusecki of the Miami dolphins. I expect to have a huge year. Yeah. Again, coming off a 51 uh, reception, five touchdown a game, and a lot of that, uh, a lot of that was in the second half. The five touchdowns came in the final eight games. So ten touchdowns for this guy, very believable. And yeah. and I think both time both <laughs> quarterbacks, Fitz Magical has thrown to him. And if you get Tua in there, Tua is going to throw to that tight end. They're going to be bootlegging him out, play action. And they even throw the best part about Kaseki, they throw him in the slot in three receiver can, sets. Can I tell you what worries me? Yes. I mean, I, I like the pick. I'm probably higher on him than the consensus, but the consensus is somewhere in like the middle tens. Yes. But what concerns me is the Dolphins might just be a good enough team playing competitive, low scoring games that he's not gonna get all the garbage he got last year. Well, that's the only thing I, that's the only and, caveat. And maybe it was maybe it was garbage and maybe you know, their defense led up a ton of points and they were playing from behind and they were checking it down. But this guy is a, he's just a legit stud athleticism wise, very quiet rookie year, 2019, his first eight games, he wasn't doing anything, zero touchdowns up until the second half of 2019, something clicked for Mike Gusecki. And I think he's going to have a huge year. Now, am I going out on a limb, no? making him the number one fantasy yeah. football tenant? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Definitely. But that's what you get from Sean stacking Can- the money green. You get some gut takes. And, but can I tell you like serious talk? Yeah. P- like I'll look in the camera. It's so serious. This is not the year to go take a tight end early. The, I know we probably should say this every year. And we started with quarterbacks, similar thing. Maybe not the year 
to take the tight end early because there's so much depth. Yes. And I wanted to make sure we didn't get out of here because we got to get out of here. We got to go call some some college football on the old sim, Sean. But there's some guys that are pretty far down the board that you can get pretty late. Definitely last tight end in the draft type stuff that I think could end up being top easily top 12 guys. Number one, Eric Ebron. Are you telling me Ben Roethlisberger is not going to love floating the ball up to that guy? Yeah. He's going to suck everything up in the end zone. I know this is going to be really gross, Sean, but Blake Jarwin. Well, and, and the, the offense is set up for him to have the, a big the year. The case against Blake Jarwin is again, he's a streamer. You can probably find him on the waiver wire. Right, right. The case against him is a volume thing, but yeah. even Jason Witten uh, last year was what twelfth in uh, fantasy football. Well, he points? was in the he was in the booth, but the year before that, he was he was twelfth in fantasy football points. No, last year he played. The year before, it was in the booth. Jason Witten. Yeah, he's been gone for. He's been back. Last year he played Did I? the year before. <laughs> oh wait, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Booger was all by himself. Yeah, Jason Witten last year he was ja- he Jack was just Doyle. he was top 15. I'm saying I, I think that <laughs> that helps you with your Blake Jarwin case because he was a guy. If you said Jason Witten fantasy yeah. last year, you I mean you thought he was in the booth, so <laughs> your instincts would say this guy wasn't a guy who's getting a ton of action. Well, you know, I'm just not I'm not a Jason Witten fan. Jack Doyle. Again, Philip Rivers, we we proven track record, loves the and, tight end. And ends. no Ebron there. Yeah, but ma- real quick, effort. coming back to Mike Gesecki, guess what his ADP is, Kramer? And I don't know what it just guess round. Uh I mean standard drive eight, nine. Twelfth round. Okay. So this is a guy you can get at the very end of the draft that could be could be putting up double digit points every game. That's and, what I'm saying. Like hold off on tight end. And then two more guys who, you know, could be maybe even further down the board. One guy, a post hype hype guy, and that's Herndon on the Jets. If this offense can click like we saw it click a little bit last year, Herndon, all sorts of athleticism. He's got a four at the end of his name. That's cool. And then the last one, we see him on the Sims every Thursday and Friday when we call a Packers game. And that's Jay Sternberger. <laughs> He's the starting tight end in Green Bay, Sean. Yeah, you're I, telling me the starting tight end with the way that Lafleur is playing with this offense and the running and being multiple, the tight end gets involved. I know Aaron Rodgers historically has never really publicly thrown to the tight end a ton. <laughs> See but, what you did there, Kramer. but you can you can get like Sternberger is like fifth tight end in my best ball team type of deep. So. And he's out there and, and super deep DFS guy. Sean likes worth, going deep into the tight end worth rankings. The, <laughs> worth giving a shout out to our boy Anthony Ferkser, the second tight <laughs> yes, end in yes. Tennessee. That guy is a sneaky uh, touchdown candidate. Yeah. He, I mean, I wouldn't probably take him in season long, but I, I would look to play him in some DFS lineups, uh, depending on the situation. And oh man, we're right around the corner. Talking about giving out DFS lineups, of course. Before we wrap things up, make sure you check out Cushy Dreams CBD. Yeah, uh, get you some of those uh, CBD pre rolls, fifteen percent off if you use the promo code SGP. Sell, uh, shipping legally to all fifty states. CushyDreams.com promo code SGP. And Football Mondays, man, we're just gonna keep cranking these out, dropping some new Ooh. NFL podcasts every uh, Monday from now until the season starts. This is awesome. Make sure you tune into uh, Sim Action. We got it going all week. As always, give us a follow on the old Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Check in, say hi. Anything else you want to say, Kramer? The last, the super deep, the guy you absolutely are taking if you're in like a deep 28 round best ball, if you drafted Travis Kelsey. 
Ricky seals Jones mm. been full of athleticism since back in the days with the Cardinals. We saw him get a cup of coffee with the Browns. Now he's on Kansas city, Sean, if he gets any sort of real playing time handcuff in that him. offense, I, I know you're not supposed to handcuff tight ends, but if you draft Kelsey, <laughs> you're handcuffing Kelsey in that offense, because I do think the tight end position stays relevant. Ricky seals Jones. That's it, Sean. Let's get out of here. That's it. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And he is Ryan. I'm going to miss talking about these tight ends, Sean. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>